Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman, a mom to an incredible young adult son on the autism spectrum. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast three years ago was that the content of each episode bring hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. The special needs parenting village is large, so you should never feel like you have to travel this journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my website, Facebook page, or Instagram account. And let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes, please leave a rating and written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season three of Living the Sky Life. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Living the Sky Life. I am excited to have a guest back on the podcast with me, Karen Culver. And this time I have the pleasure of speaking with her son, Peyton, who is 14 years old and communicates through typing. Um, so a little background on Karen, just to refresh your memory in case you hadn't heard her prior episode. That was episode 44, by the way, if you'd like to go back and listen to our discussion about parenting um, on the spectrum and also how they stumbled upon spelling to communicate. Uh, Karen Culver is a lifelong Tennessean and currently resides in Knoxville with her husband, Chad, and three children. Karen's middle child, Peyton, was diagnosed with autism in 2010 at the age of two. Since this time, their family has been on a journey to help Peyton reach his best potential. After visiting doctors and specialists around the country and trying numerous therapies, Peyton has finally found his voice with spelling to communicate. Peyton, now 14 years old, has made it his mission to help other non-speakers have access to communication programs like spelling to communicate. Please visit PeytonProject.com for more information on their mission to get spelling in the hands of any kids that are interested in trying it and need to find a practitioner in their area. So um, as you will hear in the episode, Peyton is typing his responses. Um, I had I sent them some questions ahead of time and Peyton typed out his answers and Karen reads them, but they um, I wanted them to do a couple of the questions live there are a lot of skeptics about spelling to communicate and typing to communicate. And so we have a video link that I will also post when I air this episode of Peyton doing the typing all by himself as those of us who do spelling to communicate um, and RPM know that our children are doing it on their own. But um, in case you're curious about the process, you can watch the little five minute video, it's very quick, of Peyton typing out one of the answers to the questions that he'll answer live. The other thing I wanted to point out um, before I um, jump to the episode um, is that I decided not to edit out the time that it takes for him to spell the answer to the question. I think it's really important that everyone understands with spelling and typing to communicate, it's not a very rapid um, process for some of our spellers. They um, take their time and have to focus their body and their motor control on touching each letter of the spelling board or the typewriter to make sure that they are accurate. And um, so I wanted to leave that in. And it's only two questions that Peyton types. So please hang in there um, with a little bit of silence while he's typing. It will read each word as he types it. And then as soon as he is finished with his response, his mom reads the entire sentence so that people can understand what he typed. Okay, so please enjoy this episode. It's really important to Peyton, and I was so honored that he wanted to come on the podcast and talk to me. 
So welcome back to another episode of Living This Sky Life. I'm so excited to have a friend of mine back um, who was on the episode, uh, gosh, I have to look up the number, but it was quite a few months ago, um, Karen Culver. And I am honored to have her son Peyton on with us as well today. Um, I met Karen and her family when Skylar started spelling to communicate. She is the mom that <laughs> I reached out to saying, is this for real? Like, how do we do spelling to communicate? And um, she has been a great, great um, wealth of information and experience with spelling. And I'm thrilled to have Peyton on to spell for me today and answer some burning questions that I have. So welcome to the podcast, Karen and Peyton. Thank you. We're glad to be here. I am glad to have you. Um, so I kind of want to go back a little bit. I know we talked extensively about spelling on the episode you were on many months ago, but um, can you share again to the listeners who might not have heard that episode, your journey with spelling to communicate, how it came into your life, how you heard about it, and just kind of along the way of, um, you know, Peyton's progress through the different steps of it. Yeah, sure. We we started spelling to communicate in 2018. Uh, Peyton was 10, so it was um, you know we were looking for something to help him communicate, and we had a, a friend who recommended it to us or recommended our practitioner that we've used, and so we met with her and we started then, and it was a very slow start because at that time he was he was younger and he, he's 14 now, but he was having issues, more issues, just regulating his body, sitting still, you know, sitting in a chair for a long amount of time. Keep in mind that at that time he was still in a special ed setting. So he wasn't used to sitting at a desk or, you know, he just, he had a lot of dysregulation. So, you know, when we would do sessions at the very beginning, a lot of the sessions would be him um, moving around the room, Mm -hmm. uh, even working with, you know, controlling his body as far as jumping from, you know, we have these little circle things that our practitioner would bring and he would jump from one to the other and she <laughs> would say, jump and then, you know, stop, you know, and so just controlling those things. And so mm -hmm. as a mom, I was super excited to see him communicate, but it took some time because those first times were there would be a session where we may not spell much at all. Right. And, um, but it was just more of the dysregulation and him learning to um, control his body. So we started on the three uh, letter boards. Uh, that was, I don't exactly remember the timeline, um, but that, that was definitely the very beginning. And he was using a pencil to poke at the time. Mm -hmm. And eventually we switched to a felt board. So there was three felt boards and he would use his finger yeah, and that, you know, that transition, is that where you guys are at? Yep. That's what, okay. Yeah. He couldn't hold the pencil very well. So stencils didn't really work for us either. Yeah. I don't think it worked for us very long either. Like, I feel like that, that ended up, we moved pretty quickly to the, the felt. And so, um, from there we, um, just kept working twice a week. We would meet, um, for an hour and do lessons and, it was, um, I enjoyed it. I look mm -hmm. forward to it every week. I still do. It's like the my first two, the one hour I get to go a week. I just love it because at that time I was just starving to get to know my son. And I just looked for any glimpse of anything that he was able to communicate. And it was just a, 
beautiful story to see that unfold mm -hmm. uh, for those um, early months or even a year because we started with the lessons and to see him progress to those open-ended questions and then move to the 26 letter board um, with, with our practitioner, which, you know, is Kelly, which is, she's phenomenal. But whenever he would start answering open-ended questions, I was just so <laughs> giddy because it just, it just the best feeling, you know, in the world to get to get to know your son and know mm -hmm. that he knows things. Yeah. Um, I remember telling her that, um, I cry, I was almost embarrassed because I cried when Skylar, he's not too, um, he's, getting better at semi-open. He's not fully open yet. Um, but even moving to the 26 letter board and us asking him a semi-open question and he answered mm -hmm. it, I started tearing up. And even, I guess, back with the three boards, just having him answer correctly, the reading comprehension questions that I, you know, shamefully mm -hmm. did not think that he knew. And she said, everybody cries. <laughs> like you're not the only one that you know, as soon as they hear words from their child, um, their own thoughts, they just bawl because it's yeah. taken us so long. Yes, it is. It's just, it is. It was really, um, it was a wonderful, those, those, those moments were just wonderful and I, I will never forget them. Um, you know, and really the transition, you know, for, for Peyton, the, when, when the pandemic started in 2020 in March, school shut down and we were home from March until August. And so at that point, I just, something shifted and I just got, we had more time to work with him. So I was more mm -hmm. motivated. So he and I sat down a lot more and did lessons and Kelly worked with us a lot too, as far as when we would run into like hiccups or things that, you know, I needed help with. And he was, um, he was just really motivated to communicate because he was bored, you know, mm -hmm. being home. And so that was really um, the beginning. And actually I call it the silver lining really because those months were crucial because he gained a lot of skills with me too. And so we were, we were becoming more open together. And um, at that time I was seeing too with Kelly, how intelligent he was. Mm -hmm. And so we were, we shifted gears because he was conveying how he wanted to get his education and so I was like, okay, I'm going to get motivated. I was motivated to help him learn um, to communicate with me as well at home. And so we um, we just, we made a lot of progress at that time. Mm -hmm. So that was really um, a, good, a good time for us in the midst of the hardships of everything going on with the pandemic. With his schooling, was he in um, age appropriate, like traditional school or was he in like more of, I hate saying like autism programs, but like Skylar goes to ABA all day, every day. And um, it's just that they don't have the resources in the schools for him. But with Peyton asking you to pursue more of his education, did he want more math and more, you know, history and, you know, just classes like that, that you guys originally didn't think he was interested in? He did. I mean, he said okay. to me that he wanted to get his education and that just resonated because I felt like you know, he, here's my son communicating with me that he wants his education. And he was in a, I don't know the right wording because they use different wordings. It, right. I mean, I, here it's, you know, he was in a classroom with 
he wasn't getting age appropriate education. Right. We'll right. just put it that way. Yep. And that was his whole elementary, you know, kindergarten through the fifth grade. He was in that kind of classroom. He may go, you know, be in a general ed setting for a little bit here and there, but he wasn't getting the resources and the education that, you know, a typical neuro, a neurotypical student would. Right. Um, so at that time is when we, we realized that that's what he wanted. And so we, we ended up trying to shift gears and say, Hey, you know, he, he, he should be more in this top classroom general ed setting. And we've been very fortunate with that journey because it's really been a good experience, um, for, for Peyton and, He's, he's thriving way more now because he's actually getting an education in the general ed setting. And he's challenged, I'm sure, you know, he's he wasn't challenged. before he was probably bored, you know, which kind of brings me to my next question, you know, with, with Skylar and um, being that he's not openly communicating yet, I'm kind of still guess in the guess mode and guessing why he's doing some of the things he's doing with behaviors or just anything like that. Um, can you, explain, I guess, what you guys have seen or what Peyton has even told you about maybe his behaviors or his frustration because he, you know, maybe at school, he wasn't being challenged. So the only way he could express that is he was bored and frustrated that they weren't um, appreciating how smart he was and challenging him. Um, You know, now that he's able to spell and communicate his feelings and his thoughts to you guys, has that helped with his just overall demeanor? Because finally, he's not having to prove himself that he's really intelligent and everybody treats him as such now. So I can imagine that that maybe has released some of the frustration he's felt. Oh, it has. Um, I mean, I'll always say it's never going to be a completely smooth ride. We know right. We're always going to have struggles. And we, but the beautiful thing about it now is that when we have a struggle or Peyton has a frustration or behavior, we can openly communicate with him and he can tell us how he wants to address that, that frustration or behavior. Mm-hmm. And that was life has been life changing for, for him sure. and yeah. for, for our family, because he is, um, I have lots of examples yeah. at school. If there's a situation at school, I mean, he still has some issues. Sometimes he'll do things and, you know, his, we have a phenomenal case manager and she is really good about getting back with us if there's anything that we need to address. And so she will ask me to ask Peyton in the afternoon and, you know, or that evening, and we can talk about it and we can, you know, work through that issue or struggle. And, you know, his input is, extremely valuable because it helps them address the behavior and those behaviors have went way down um, since the communication started so we really don't have that many issues with a school setting but at home we still do because I think even neurotypical kids when they come home their behaviors are going to be worse yep. because you know and so the struggles we have at home um, is what I am very very grateful for and Peyton is too he he says it a lot that he's just thankful he can tell us what's going on because his his behaviors don't reflect what his brain always wants him to do and yeah we struggle and that's that's the piece that a lot of people don't don't quite understand uh and that's the piece that Peyton really is wanting to share with the world that <laughs> what his body's doing is not what his brain is wanting to do a lot of the times yeah. and the fact that he can come in here and sit with me and say, no, I don't want to do that. 
you know, years ago, I would have thought, oh, he wanted to, and I would have been mm-hmm. following him around with him doing something maybe potentially dangerous or, you know, not appropriate. Right. Um, yeah. So that's, so, that yeah. is the hard part. And, and I've learned that from Kelly, since we share the same spelling practitioner, um, just that his, his looping and, you know, constantly sh- throwing pillows or whatever he's doing or smacking the wall, he does not want to do that. He just cannot control his hands and all of that. So, oh gosh. So, um, well, is Peyton ready? Cause I'd love to, um, talk to him a little bit. Yes, he is ready. Peyton, if you want to come on over here, we'll get set up. I. Am. Ready. Yay, I'm ready too. And I'm so glad to finally meet you and see you. I've heard so much about you. You're a very impressive young man. Um, well, Peyton, let me just ask you um, a first question here. So, um, so Peyton, what were your thoughts about spelling to communicate when the program was first presented to you? I know you're excited about this one. <laughs> I know you love spelling. Capital I was You got this. You got it, buddy. You step straight. You got it. Pretty, excited, two, comma meet, comma, meet, Kelly, and learn a way. Two, show, world, capital I, am, smarter, then, common I, my, body, up. I was pretty excited to meet Kelly and learn a way to show the world I'm smarter than my body appears. Oh, Peyton, I love that. And you, I mean, from the moment I talked to your mom on the phone and you spelled um, a sentence or a phrase for her to tell me, and it was about Skylar starting spelling and to trust Kelly and to, to really listen to her and to do everything she asks you to do, because it'll really help you communicate. I mean, I don't think I cried <laughs> any harder because I was so excited for Skylar to start spelling because of you, Peyton. So you've, you've changed our lives for sure. And I know you've probably changed others and you're going to change a million lives by um, people hearing your story on this podcast and any other 
outlet you're given. So thank you so much for that. Um, you know, one other question um, that I wanted to check with you on too is how spelling to communicate impacted your life. Um, so how has it impacted your life? So um, when I asked Peyton that question, how has it impacted his life? He said, it has given me a way to communicate my own thoughts. And finally, I get to pick what I want to eat. <laughs> I am so, I'm also able to say what I want to do with my education. Aww. So that's what his answer was to that. And I thought, well, because I'll think of all the years I, I picked what we picked what he wanted to eat and he may not have yeah. wanted that. <laughs> we've been doing that for 19 years with Skylar. I know. And, you know, and I'm sure Peyton, like Skylar, I'm sure he ate it and was like, you know, for the most part, just went along with it. We kind of joke. It's probably not funny, but my husband and I joke now, like, you know, Skylar's some of his first open communication is going to be, first of all, I really don't like cheeseburgers. Like I know you guys think I do when you take mm -hmm. me every Saturday to get a cheeseburger and I get excited. I'm just hungry. So I, I'm excited because yeah. I'm just hungry. It's not really the cheeseburger or whatever. So yeah. I hope we haven't gotten it wrong all these years, <laughs> but maybe we have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, did Peyton have, has he ever had any words as he been, has he been completely nonverbal his entire life like Skylar or um, did he have some words and lose some words? He, he never put two words together. Okay. That was, um, he had some initial words. Um, of course we, you know, mama and dada and, um, he may have said a few things, but it was never, it was never, yeah, he never really had that. And that was kind of what prompted the whole search on the, you know, that's what got us the diagnosis. That's what started us on that journey because he wasn't okay. putting two words together. And I'm sure like most families, you guys tried other means of communication too, before you found spelling like pecs and maybe even sign language. Did you guys run the gamut of all of the communication methods that we knew about at the time? Yes. Yes, we did. We did all of that. Um, you know, speech, ABA, pecs. Um, then we even had um, parallel quo, touch chat. We did mm -hmm. all of that stuff for years. And, you know, it was really pushed a lot early on. And even the, the iPad with the Proloquo and touch chat, but it just never, it just never worked the way it should have worked for Peyton. Yeah. So we just, we were kind of at a place when we, when we started the spelling to communicate, you know, I was just, I know I've said this before and I say it, you know, a lot to parents. I had just, <coughs> I was frustrated because we tried everything and nothing uh -huh. had worked and I was just like, you know, what, what can we do? And, you know, this is another thing we're going to try and it's probably not going to work. And I hate to say I was negative, but I really was because, you mm -hmm. know, as a parent, you try all those things and you just get shot down over and over again. And I can't imagine the frustration Peyton felt because it was, it was, he was the one who was suffering because we hadn't found that, you know, that mode of communication that was going to work for him. Yeah. I think, I guess that's why initially I asked him that question. Um, and you know, as we both know with spelling, we, we just give them the board and let them do what they want to do and talk like anybody else without mm -hmm. giving them an idea or like leading them in a direction. Um, but I was just curious if 
he, or, you know, I always am curious all these things with Skylar too, but um, if he was reluctant at first, you know, like if he got the boards and was like, this is just going to be another PEX thing or just another avenue, I really don't want to try it. But it sounds like he saw the value in it before maybe we did as adults, <laughs> that there would be a way for him to finally, you know, spell or type things out instead of looking at yeah. stick figure pictures. And you, you bring up a valid point because I and Peyton, if there's any time you want to chime in on this, you're welcome to come on over here. Uh, I believe that it was the approach of the spelling to communicate. And that was something that I know you've recognized as well. But, you know, when Kelly came in, she talked to Peyton in an age appropriate way. Mm-hmm. And I, as a mom, I had not heard anybody do that before. And she engaged him, even if he wasn't acting like he was paying attention, even if he was in another room, you know, she was still talking to him and she's done that from the beginning. And that taught us and all of the people that are around him in his life. Now we, we changed the way we address and talk to him because we didn't, well, now obviously we're in a different place because he's, you know, communicating but at that time that was a whole nother um experience with a with a therapist coming into our home doing that and I'm sure Peyton felt uh accepted uh appreciated Mm -hmm. uh all of those things uh you know it was that was a lot of it and that may be a lot of why he was so engaged in this program yeah I mean those are the two most important words that I heard Kelly utter the very first time we met her is presume Mm -hmm. confidence because Mm -hmm. Like you said, she's reading this passage to Skylar and he was 17 and it was, you know, I don't even know what it was about. It was about um, astronomy or something. And I was looking at my husband, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know that he knows his alphabet, let alone he's going to understand all of this language and dialogue that she is reading to him. But I never chimed in, thank God, because I would feel terrible if I had ever said anything like that. And I had doubts in front of Skylar. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just to see him you know, control his body, sit down and answer her questions. I mean, that's why I said I cried so hard because I, I just, I think I cried because, um, it was an acknowledgement to me that I already knew he was smart. I've always known he was smart and he knew everything that was happening around him. But also I was sad because I feel like I, along with everybody in his life had underestimated him for so many years. Mm -hmm. And it just broke my heart that he was 17. And like you said, he's kind of been talked to like a baby at school and they're constantly giving him, you know, baby things to do. And just, I don't know. And so I'm not shocked at all that his behaviors were up so much at school and his self-injury and all the things, because he was like, I am so frustrated with you people because you're treating me like a child. And I'm, you know, I'm a grown man almost at this point. So Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, those other methods, it's nothing against pecs or ABA or anything else. Cause it, they work for some people, but I just am so blessed to have found spelling because this is the one thing that has resonated with Skylar. Those other things just didn't click with him. He wasn't interested in proloquo. He wasn't interested in picture learning. He just, yes. he would rather just tell me exactly the words and the feelings that he has yes. than pick a picture because I, I always used to get frustrated and say to the teachers, what do you do if you give him a picture of a snack and a picture of a, dr- a drink and 
he doesn't want either, but he has to pick one because you're like, do you want this or this? And he's like, I guess that. And then they give him that object that he picked and he pushes it away. And I, he says, I don't want that. And they're like, well, you picked it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have any other choices. Yes. So I think that's the limitations with pecs with children like ours or a lot of yeah. kids who I don't want just that. two options. Yeah. And I think too, even if they want one of the options, it's hard for them to have that motor planning and pick the right option. You know, like he, you know, Peyton has shown that even recently where, you know, he'll say, you know, we've worked with this with Kelly. Like he'll say, I want, I want to pick up whatever object, maybe three objects. And he'll, he'll, he'll tell Kelly what his body is going to do. I'm going to pick up uh, whatever object, but that's what his brain wants. But when he goes to grab, he still will grab the wrong thing. And I think, wow, that's so powerful because that's just showing where it's hard for him to reach and grab and pick up what his, you know, I mean, it's just yeah. a whole nother story, but it just shows that, um, you know, there's so much that is um, with their, their regulation with their body and it's hard to make choices based on you know, using your, your digits to pick up something, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I, that's not my specialty and I don't quite understand it, but I know all those years of doing things where he had to make selections, you know, with his hand or pointing were difficult and they still mm-hmm. are for him. Yep. Well, that's a perfect segue to another question that I, I sent you to ask Peyton ahead of time. Um, and I, I should have said in the beginning and prefaced that um, I sent several questions to Peyton. Um, and because spelling and typing for our guys, because of their um, mo- motor skills and, you know, just their brain and their body connecting with one another, that um, it's it takes a long time sometimes. So I didn't want to pressure him to spell furiously fast um, and feel like he had to do that on the episode. So we answered some of the questions ahead of time, but um, one of them was regarding this topic about his body. Um, And I asked Peyton, um, just from my experience parenting Skylar, that his body doesn't cooperate with his mind and it's extremely hard for Skylar to control it. And I I wanted to know from Peyton if it's something that's also challenging for him. And it sounds like it is, but what was his response to that? Um, this was his response. Peyton said, uh, I am always struggling to control my body, but having other others understand I'm way smarter than what my crazy body shows to the world, my crazy body shows. And then he says uh, to the world, and he said, I would tell Skylar to keep the hope that you will find the way. Um, Aww. And he, and Peyton does talk about that a lot. He does use the word crazy body. He's used that several <laughs> times referencing his body um, that, you know, he, he gets frustrated, you know, with, with what his body's doing and he mm-hmm. tries so hard and he, he has, he's so motivated to try to control his body, but some days are easier than others. And mm-hmm. um, just knowing that, he's trying his hardest each and every day helps, helps us understand um, more what he's going through and, and really try to work through those difficult days. Do you feel like that has helped um, just his explanation to, and, and knowing that 
most of the time it's completely out of his control. Do you think that's helped um, your family, you know, his siblings and your husband and you um, to, to kind of show him a little more grace? I feel like that's another thing I've learned from you guys and from Kelly is that it's kind of how I present like my tone and my mannerisms around Skylar. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, I was very frustrated when he would hit me or pull my hair or just some of the behaviors that he was doing out of frustration. And I assumed it was frustration because he couldn't communicate what he needed or wanted to me. But now that he's been able to spell and I, and I know that about him again, referencing you guys and just other families that have explained to me that the body regulation is so hard for them. I now, it's not that I give him a pass, but I just, I'm calmer in my reasoning with him and my, you know, I don't know my feedback, I guess I'm like, buddy, I I know you can't control it. You know, if you could just please try to, you know, calm your body down. Do you need a minute? Do you need to go in your room and just kind of re-regulate or whatever, instead of yelling at him, like I always used to do, like, stop hitting me, (laughs) which I still do a little bit, but (laughs) has it helped you guys as a family? Yeah. We, we struggle. Well, we struggled for years with, with that. And now, um, you know, we have many instances where he's, he may do something that is, is, is a challenging behavior. Um, you know, we have in- issues where he wants to climb. Uh, I'll be completely mm-hmm. transparent in this and it's actually on his blog, but he will want to get on our roof and we have a, you know, our house is, it's a pretty safe roof, but you still don't want your child. On it's, your still roof. <laughs> it's still a roof, <laughs> but he, he has a lot of strength and he, he can pull himself up there. And, uh, there was a couple of, what's well, it been a month or so ago, he was having a really challenging day. It was a Sunday and he kept, I had to follow him. Like Chad and I both were just, we were, we had to be out there all day. And finally halfway through the day, I was like, come in here, what's going on with your body. And he was able to say that, you know, he, he was frustrated. He didn't want to be on the roof. Um, you know, it's, it was a behavior that was not what his, his, he was wanting to do. And he was mad about his body doing it. And we since then, um, we asked him or I asked him later, what can we do? And he, he was able to say, I want a sign. And he told me what he wanted to put on the sign. And we ended up making the signs. Kelly did it actually for us and laminated them. But, you know, that was a behavior that was something that he was struggling with, that he was able to participate fully and say, this is what I want to do to help fix this behavior. And uh, that's something that, you know, is, it's crazy. Uh, you know, people think, well, you know, but that's, that's the story of where, where we're at. And I think it's valuable to share those stories, to put it out there that, you know, that's where this, this communication has helped us tremendously because like you said, you know, before I would have been angry for probably crying. I would have been crying. And that day being able to have him come back in here and, and say, this is, this is what's going on. It saved a lot of, heartache and frustration. And, you know, we were able to move forward and address it based on his communication and how he wanted to help stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, is he still going to get on the roof? Probably we'll, we'll still have to worry. It's not like it's going to go away, but mm-hmm. at least we have a way to discuss it openly with him and he can help us address it and figure out ways to, um, to prevent that from happening. Gotcha. 
Peyton, do you want to come back and, and answer one more question live for me? <laughs> okay. So Peyton, um, I know it's your mission to help non-speaking individuals like Skylar um, and yourself have access to communication programs like Spelling to Communicate. So why is that so important to you? Why is that your mission to help other non-speakers? Capital I, M. So sad for entrepreneurs, others that cannot speak and capital I want to help them find what capital I have with my, my mom and Cal Kelly equals. You want to fix the end? Slow your body down and get that in just like you do. You're doing awesome, Peyton. Kelp. There you go. Nice job. <laughs> I'm so sad for others that cannot speak, and I want to help them find what I have with my mom and Kelly. Oh, gosh. I mean, how does that not make you choke? <laughs> oh, I cannot <laughs> wait until. You know, Skylar is, is to the typing space. Um, I think we talked about it earlier, but typically when people spell, they start out with um, either the stencils or the three R's are foam boards. Um, if you can't hold the pencil and poke the pencil through the stencil letters, you point your finger at the letters to spell out the answers. And then once you become a little bit more um, accurate with the pointing, which everybody is a little bit different. Some people take to it immediately. They don't have the motor delay um, that both Peyton and Skylar do um, as far as their body function. And then um, after that, you move to a 26 letter board, either stencils or it's a, ours is a foam board also. And um, that allows the ability for semi-open communication and full open communication where you can ask your speller, um, a, a question that might have two answers, or, you know, two possible answers. That's semi-open. That's where we are with Skylar at this point. And then were you guys on the 26 letter board very long before you moved to typing? Was that another pretty lengthy phase of pointing? It was a yeah. lengthy phase um, because what, and, and this is the cool thing is, you know, he was on the, we still use the 26 yeah. laminate. We have a laminate. I mean, this is what yep. we have. Okay. <laughs> um, we still use this a lot. In fact, going out and about traveling, yeah. that's take that. Um, the keyboard started because Peyton started talking about wanting to transition to it um, because he wanted to, um, he's just wanting to be more independent. And so he's the one who kind of mentioned he was ready. And of course, Kelly started it and it, the transition, he picked it up really quickly. We were, I was amazed. Yeah. I think Kelly was really, you know, wow, this happened a lot faster. You know, we still have some, um, you know, he's working on punctuation. Yeah, I heard um, that. You know, capital letters. On those kind of things. <laughs> Just like, yes. Nice. And, 
And he, um, you know, just for being school ready. And that's one thing that, you know, like at home, I'm not as big on, you know, I just want him to be able to say what he wants to say, but I understand the importance of that for him to be able to punctuate and use, um, those, you know, that, but the keyboard was really more him being motivated to transition to that. And then he wants to use the keyboard at school. Uh, he really is focused on this, that, and he wants, um, he wants to make, he says this, he wants friendships and he wants to really be able to communicate better. And I think with the keyboard, it, there's reason I really took to it is that it was, he was really, um, he can self-correct himself, yeah. you know, like, and if he's in a loop on the laminate board, I may miss that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a whole nother thing with, you know, I'm not trained. I'm just his mom and I've, but you know, the keyboard really is, um, it's wonderful for that. And, you know, I have to give Peyton all the credit because he is the one that's been the, he's shown the motivation to pick it up and learn it. And he works really hard. It takes a lot out of him, I'm sure. Um, But we started on the keyboard. Goodness, I lose track of time. It's been a good year, I would say, that we started on it. Yeah. But uh, just the pointing alone, I mean, the keys are so small compared to the letter boards that we use. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if he was ready, that's great that he let you guys know that he was ready because that takes so much control. Like you said, and I mean, I can see it when he's typing. I don't usually get that visual of Skylar front, you know, front visual because I'm holding the board uh-huh. next to him side by side, but, um, just seeing the concentration in Peyton's eyes and his, you know, just his focus and, all of that. I mean, I know it takes yes. a lot out of them. Skyler's exhausted after his sessions, um, just because everything yes. has to work yeah, together. And it does. And that's, yeah. Yeah. We, we definitely, and I, usually it's, and you know, it's, it's something that we, we work mm-hmm. on and he's gaining skills, you know, quickly, but it's, um, you know, it's still, it's still, I'm still holding the keyboard yep. and I'm still keeping it in a, trying to be as stationary as I can, because it's hard to hold it for a long period of time. Your <laughs> yeah. arm gets tired, but you know, he is, he is definitely, um, he's moving hopefully in the, in the right direction. I feel mm-hmm. like, and it's all really, it's like I said before, it's his, his desire to, he wants to use the keyboard. Yeah. He really is motivated. So we've been very grateful for it's his motivation. That's, it's been so wonderful in this whole transition and this whole experience because he, he's been so motivated to, to communicate mm-hmm. and this program provided that from the beginning. Well, you know, and I, and I asked, um, or ask you this question, but I, you know, if Peyton weighed in on it uh, prior, I would love to hear his response too. But, you know, as you and I have talked many times, um, you know, many people dispute this method of communication and they believe that the communication partner, which a lot of times is the parent, um, that we are answering the questions for our kids and we're moving the board. And, you know, I always liken it to a Ouija board when people are, you know, skeptical of it. I'm like, it's not that I'm not moving it. I mean, it's a question that only has one answer and I'm not telling him what the answer is. I'm asking him the question and I just hold the board up, especially with the 26 board. He has 26 options 
to what he's going to point to. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not me saying, where's the A, where's the, where's the D he just points to what he needs to point to, to answer the question. Um, but I, I mean, I get the old, old spelling to communicate, typing to communicate. Um, there was some controversy brought up about it because I think the communication partners were typing what they thought the person wanted or moving their fingers to type out what they think they would have said. We are not holding their hands. We are not holding any of them, you know, any of their body part. We're not doing any of it for them. But what do you guys have to say about the skeptics, I guess, of this method? Yeah. I mean, believe me, I was skeptical from the beginning Mm -hmm. when I first started. Uh, I know I referenced about that earlier. I just thought this is one more thing we're going to try. Um, I, I guess our story is, you know, if you, if you were to see it from day one until now, Mm -hmm. how could you be skeptical? (laughs) Um, it's, it's definitely not us. He, this is, this is his, he's doing the communicating, you know, early on with, with the letter boards, it may have been a little, it was more difficult. And I, I wasn't, I, like I said, I, I'm not trained. I'm just as mom. <laughs> I don't have the official training, but, um, to see him now and see him on a keyboard and how he's, he's doing it. Um, you know, I think our journey just would be Peyton's journey yeah. and his transition to where he's at now. Um, and his, his life, his change in his life, his behaviors, his, his ability to show love and, and to tell family members how he feels, you know, it changed his life. And I would tell the people that are skeptical, um, you know, these are kids that, that have a lot to say. And these are kids that are have a lot to influence in this world. And I just don't believe in, in being skeptical and, and questioning. I believe in let's find a way to get each child has their, their way and their, each one is their individual way that is going to work for mm-hmm. them. And that fight and that struggle to find it is, is where we need to be and not focusing on the skepticism and the, the negativity of, of something that, you know, may change somebody's life. Cause that's what it did for Peyton. It changed his life. It changed our family. It, it's been, um, it's, it's my mom always says that, you know, it's been a miracle and, and it really mm-hmm. has been in his life. And, um, so I try to not focus on the negative of that. I just try to look at where we've come and if our story, if Peyton's story can help somebody see it from a different lens, mm-hmm. then, Hey, we'll be, well, we'll be willing to show what we can. Cause we want to, we want, and that's what Peyton wants more than anything right. is to spread that. And if you have anything you want to say, Peyton, you can come on over here. You can use the laminate if you want, or we can use the letter for the keyboard. S O H A P P. Y, W, I, T, H, T, H, A, T. I'm so happy with that. With Thank your you, answer. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, mom. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, I want to make sure we talk about your, the foundation that you and Peyton started. So um, what is the mission of that? I think I kind of know, but what is the mission of the, the foundation? Uh, what's it called and how can people best 
support the mission through your Facebook page or donations, or how can people get involved to help out? Well, thank you for asking that. That is something, um, this, this foundation we started, um, was we stay patent driven, which, you know, I feel like I say that a lot, but it really was something that he wanted to do. And so we started it and it's called the Peyton project. You can go to the website, thepeytonproject.com. Um, we also have, he also has a Facebook page and you can actually get the link from the Peyton project website. Uh, there's also an Instagram link. Uh, there is a contact us. If you want to reach out to us directly, there is also a, um, a donation if you want to make a donation, but to, to basically the purpose of this foundation is to help others like Peyton, other non-speakers find resources uh, to find a way to communicate. Uh, you know, we reference our practitioner's website on there. Uh, you know, Kelly with Adroit, we re reference IAS because those are the two things that, you know, we firmly are supportive and thankful for. Um, but, you know, this is something that we're open. We just want to help. Peyton wants to help, as he said, he wants to help non-speakers find their, their way to communicate, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. So that's where the foundation is right now. We're just getting started. We're excited. Um, I, my hope is this foundation will be something that will carry Peyton through his life and he can always have that um, ability to continue to help people. The, the blogs are on there. If you want to reference or you know, click on his words, there's a section that says Peyton's words and you can read his blogs. Uh, those are blogs that he he gener he sits down and he says, hey, I want to do a blog. And if he wants to post it, he tells us he wants to post it. And we do. So that's a cool thing, too, to kind of get into the daily, not daily, but, you know, we do once a month or so uh -huh. to kind of see things. And it's kind of random, but there's a lot of stuff I referenced about the roof. That's There's a post about that. Um, but yeah, any support or any questions, we would feel free to you know reach out in, in any of those ways. That's fantastic. Um, I love that idea. And I think, is it through, I ask, or is it through Kelly's um, link as well that people can go to your page and find spelling to communicate practitioners in their area, roughly in their area? I know there are more and more of them. That would, I guess, that would, I guess, be through I ask, okay. or, you know, you could reach out through, you know, Adroit with Kelly. We don't, we don't have that on our site. That's a fantastic question because there needs to be, that needs to be available, readily available to people. Cause I know there's, that's something they're really pushing. There, there needs to be more Kelly's out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we love her. She was just on, um, an episode several back. Um, uh, I think it was March 3rd. She was on again. So I just, I could listen to her explain spelling to communicate for hours and hours. Cause she's just, she's such a positive attitude and she's, She's, Our kids love her. Absolutely. <laughs> She's found her gift. That is for sure. Um, well, for sure. one of the last questions that I sent in um, for Peyton to answer, um, just kind of closing our discussion, what does Peyton want the world to know about himself? And, and um, did he answer that one for me? He did. Yay. He did. Yeah. Um, That's a loaded question because there's a lot of things. It is. He wants people to know about him, I'm sure. <laughs> He said, um, he wants to say he's excited. He did say that this morning too. He's been so excited to, to be able to have this opportunity. Um, he's been giddy about it, I think Aww. I would say. But his answer to that question is, I want to say I'm proud I have autism. 
It has helped me to learn from my surroundings, even if I was not in a learning environment. I feel the need to help those who are still struggling to be able to show their intelligence. I'm trying to show the world that those who have autism are a lot smarter than their bodies look and show to others. I am trying hard to show the world I'm able to be an intelligent person in this world. I am one of many in the world who have the ability to communicate. Oh, he is so brilliant. I just, I mean, and he's handsome too. <laughs> he is a force to be reckoned He is so cute. <laughs> Peyton, you are going to change the world, my friend. Um, you, you are an amazing young man. And I am just blessed that you are a, a friend of Skylar's and mine, um, and that we got to know your family through spelling. So spelling has been a blessing many times over um, with connections and, and helping you explain just how you feel and what you need. And, and I can't wait for Skylar to be able to type blog back, blog posts back to you or emails to you when you guys can communicate to each other instead of going through your mom's. <laughs> So, um, any, any last words, Karen, anything that you want to say to the listeners just about your experience with spelling and just, you know, and raising Peyton for these 14 years, um, that you want to leave anyone with? I, I really just am at this point where we're at just, you got your son the back. journey of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have, we have our son back and we have um, a way that, you know, we can, we can communicate. And I always, you know, don't want to make the things be seem perfect. You know, we're not in a, who's lives in a perfect world, but, you know, we still, we still have struggles. Um, Peyton still has struggles. Um, I think the thing I would want to leave with is, you know, these, these, people like Peyton deserve, uh, they deserve respect. They deserve friendships. They deserve um, all the things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, good healthcare. You know, there's so many things I could go on about, but, you know, I, I believe we're, we're lucky where we're at. And if anything, I just want to, I want people to realize that um, Peyton it's not the only one, like there's many patents out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there's a family struggling, he's excited right now. <laughs> That's uh, good. To find a way to communicate. Uh, don't give up. Yeah. Just don't give up. It's, it's a journey and it's not easy, but you know, um, to end on a positive note, we're, we're very grateful for where we've come and how, how we're able to communicate with our son. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I, I'm so grateful for your family, for sharing your story and for allowing me the chance to, to talk to Peyton and um, share his message to the, to the world. So thank you so much for your time. And please tell You're Peyton welcome. if he can't thank hear me you. already. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, he can hear you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> and I, um, I cannot wait for everyone to see you. I'm going to post um, a video of Peyton typing a couple of the questions live for me. Um, just so people can see if they can't picture what spelling to communicate or typing to communicate is like, um, they'll be able to hopefully see the visual of Peyton typing those answers that, um, Karen read out to me on a couple of the questions. So thank you both so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. It was, it was wonderful. I hope you enjoyed this episode of living the sky life and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon. 
If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.